Today on the newscast, Iran expands its drone dynasty into Ukraine and Iraq as Iran's supreme leader blames the U.S. and Zionists on those ongoing protests rocking his regime. Get all the breaking details next. Folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. We've been telling you here over the past few months that Iran is becoming a drone superpower. The Iranian regime is very proud of its domestically produced drone arsenal, which is growing by leaps and bounds. Not only that, Iran is sharing that drone technology and the actual drones themselves with their proxies throughout the region. Of course, we've got Hezbollah in southern Lebanon, the main beneficiary of this drone know-how. Also, Hamas and Islamic Jihad in Gaza. The Houthis in Yemen have used these Iranian-made drones to great effect. And then there's those Shia militias in Iraq and Syria. U.S. forces, for one, have felt the brunt of those Iranian-made drones in Iraq and Syria in recent months. Now we have an escalation on the part of the Iranian regime, not only in Iraq, we'll get to that in a minute, but in Ukraine. We've reported here in the newscast that Iran has been supplying Russia with the Shahed-136 attack drones, and now Russia is employing them reportedly on the battlefields of Ukraine, but not having very much success doing it. We'll break it down in a minute. Before I do, I just want to encourage you to subscribe to the Watchman News channel right here on YouTube and click the notification bell so you get alerts every time a new video is posted. Hey, we are fast approaching 500,000 subscribers. Hard to believe here in the channel. We want to thank you, our watchmen and women on the wall, for standing shoulder to shoulder with us for such a time as this. A lot to talk about. Iran has been training Russian soldiers in how to operate these Iranian-made drones. They've actually brought them to Iran, trained them there, and again, the drones are now being used. A few things to keep in mind here. Number one, it's not going very well. Reportedly, the Russians are not happy with the product that they've been given by the Iranians and the battlefield performance of these drones. Second thing to remember, Ukraine has reportedly shot down an increasing number of these so-called suicide drones. That's what they're called in the Israeli media because what uh, Iran does, and now Russia using these drones, the drones are packed with explosives. They are uh, flown into an object on a kamikaze mission, of course, remotely controlled. I mentioned Iraq and Iran has passed off these drones to its militias in Iraq for years now, but now Iran is lashing out in Iraqi Kurdistan, in particular in northern Iraq, that autonomous region uh, controlled by the Kurds. Some 73 ballistic missiles fired by Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guards Corps in recent days into uh, Iraqi Kurdistan, targeting sites there. Also artillery shelling, and yes those notorious Iranian drones targeting sites in Iraqi Kurdistan. Now, the main reason for this is simple. The Iranian regime is trying to deflect attention from those ongoing protests that are rocking the regime. More on that in a minute. Now, the girl, 22-year-old woman who was killed, Masa Amini, remember, she was of Kurdish descent. So now Iran seems to be blaming Iraqi Kurdistan, I guess, 
for these protests that are, again, rocking the regime and have spread nationwide. So they're lashing out at the Kurds here. And drones, again, is one way they're doing it. Folks, Iran has showed off this, shown off this drone hardware many times over the past year and a half, holding major drone drills and showcasing drones of all shapes and sizes and capabilities uh, for the world. Again, they see themselves as a drone superpower. Real quick before we get to more on the protest, I want to go on the ground in Iraqi Kurdistan with you right now. I was there a little while back with my good friend Dalton Thomas of Frontier Alliance International. Folks, we were literally on the Iran-Iraq border. We were with the Kurdish Peshmerga in Iraqi Kurdistan, staring into Iran. I thought it would be a good time to go back to that clip. And you'll, you'll hear a mention of the Trump administration during this clip. We shot it in 2019, but even more relevant today, I believe, with what's unfolding in Iraqi Kurdistan. I want you to get a look here and a taste of what the Kurds are facing on a daily basis in the face of Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guards Corps on their doorstep. Take a look. just joining us maybe you just turn the channel and you came to us here and you're wondering where are these guys we are on the iraq iran border this is iraqi kurdistan that is iran you're looking into iran right now you have a view right now that few americans have ever had quite frankly at least in the past 40 years we're ringed i guess you could say and surrounded by iranian revolutionary guards positions i can see them they're right here uh they're white structures here and they're all around us and they're watching right now but we're in the good hands of the kurdish peshmerga dalton tell our viewers we keep saying the irgc that stands for iranian revolutionary guards corps uh tell us who they are and why they're so dangerous and why we're a little nervous as they're staring at us right now over yonder the iranian people are amazing iran and the iranian regime are two separate things in 1979 a revolution happened in iran and there then became, it was born, the Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps. So their job is to, they're the custodians, the guardians, the protectors of the revolution that's been holding the 80-90% of the country that's amazing as prisoners and as hostage. 2003, Saddam Hussein was deposed and taken out of power, and there was a unity government formed in Iraq, which was supposed to have equal representation between Sunni, Shia, and Kurd. What happened was the IRGC put its foot in the door and began influencing things between 2003 and now. An intelligence report was released that said that the Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps now has more influence in Iraq and in the Greater Levant now, 17 years after the invasion in 2003, than any time in history between then and now, which is a terrifying reality. And here's why this is significant, because the greater that threat grows, the more silent the Kurds are going to become. Why? because the more fearful they're going to be of the repercussions of speaking out against this beast, they can overpower them in a moment, which is why we need to lift our voices on their behalf, because they're gonna be increasingly marginalized and silenced because of those forces that are on the hill surrounding us right now. And I think it's urgent that we see out of the box creative thinking in terms of policy 
to stave this off because I do believe it's a 1935 moment. Yeah. We're approaching the point of no return where it is too late. And I don't like hype and hyperbole and sensationalism. This is not that. This is something, a very clear and present danger. And I don't think the Western world's prepared for what's around the corner. Now, Europe is looking to appease the Iranian regime, quite frankly, which is sad to say. We could use a man like Winston Churchill today in Europe. I think he's turning in his grave as he sees the appeasement of European nations, sadly, uh, towards the Iranian regime. The Trump administration has made some very strong moves, as you said, and some, and some right moves, uh, killing that Iran deal, sanctioning uh, the Iranian Revolutionary Guards Corps, designating them as a terrorist group, which they most surely are. The foremost, the head of the snake when it comes to global terror is the Iranian regime, and specifically this Iranian Revolutionary Guards Corps that's staring at us right now here on the Iranian border. I compare them, Dalton, to the, just so people at home have kind of an image of who the IRGC, the Iranian Revolutionary Guards Corps are. Think, and you mentioned 1935, rightly, when Hitler and the Nazi regime were rising in Germany. Iran is having a similar rise right now. Think of the SS, which surrounded Hitler, He's, his elite vanguard, the SS. That's the IRGC. They answered directly to the supreme leader of Iran, Ayatollah Khamenei. Folks, that was a production that I will never forget for the Watchman TV show. Hey, if you love the newscast, you will love our weekly Watchman TV show on TBN every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Time and Fridays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Before we go, I mentioned those Iran protests. Yes, they continue. They have reached every major city in Iran, including the capital, Tehran. This has been going on now, folks, since roughly September 16th. That's when Masa Amini, that 22-year-old Iranian Kurdish woman who I mentioned was killed while in custody, in the custody of Iran's so-called morality police, what a name for them, uh, because she allegedly was not wearing her hijab or Islamic head covering in a proper fashion. Now, the regime says she died of a heart attack in custody. Her family and the protesters say, no, she was murdered by the morality police. Uh, now we have Ayatollah Khamenei, Iran's supreme leader, making his first public comments since the protest started. And what do you know? He's blaming, quote, the United States and the Zionists, meaning Israel. The U.S. and Israel, in his words, are behind the protest. And Khamenei said he was heartbroken by the death of Masa Amini. I'm sure he was. I find that very hard to believe since the morality police march to his orders. We're keeping a very close eye on this, folks, on a daily basis. Again, these protests continue in Iran. It is a major, major story that's not getting enough attention here in the mainstream media, but we're following it for you on the Watchman Newscast. Hey, thanks so much for joining us today. Pray for the people of Iran and Iraqi Kurdistan, Ukraine, all these nations and people who are being affected by the scourge of the Iranian regime right now when it comes to global terror and especially the chaos unfolding in the Middle East, the Iranian regime is the head of the snake, not the Iranian people who are the main victims of this regime, the Iranian regime. That is the head of the snake and the ultimate source of the problem. Keep it all in prayer, folks. Thanks for joining us today. Until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.